I just wanted to get the bagels so I so we could sit at these tables and not get hassled. Yeah. I feel like you buy one thing, yeah. you have the right to sit there for like an hour. I agree with you. Like the bagel is the meter at the coffee shop. <laughs> we're live. Well, we're recording live. No one's listening to this live. <laughs> uh, we are with Mike Alberici. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. How's it going, Dave? This is uh, podcast number two for you. Yes, sir. Last time we spoke was at a different cafe. We're just, me and you, just hitting the cafes. Yeah. Us East Coast guys. You're Philly. East Coast in the house. I don't know what I am anymore. Why? Well, you're Boston. I'm Rhode Island. Rhode Island. But that's not something we're up. Yeah, you can't go anywhere and be like, yo, Rhode Island. (laughs) Everyone's like... I hear good things about Rhode Island. I hear, uh, first off, the most Dunkin' Donuts you'll ever find. Yeah. And a lot of rich people. Imagine chicks that eat a lot of Dunkin' Donuts, though. That's what you get in Rhode Island. A Uh. bunch of jelly donuts. (laughs) Fucking long winter. It has no charm of Boston. Really? The more I think about Rhode Island, the more... I don't know. I mean... We'll probably relate it. It's kind of like the shore. It's like the shore north. Yeah, and it's not even like a good beach, right? Isn't it like a bunch of rocks all over? Hey, don't fuck with our beaches now. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're rocky, and then we got a thing called Red Tide. What's that? That's when you fuck your chick at the wrong time. No. <laughs> it's uh, it's um, like this red seaweed that comes in and consumes the whole beach. Uh-huh. It kills like fish and anything that get in it, and it's full of bacteria. It's disgusting. Really? I never heard of it. Red Tide. How far are you from Boston? I'm like an hour south. Okay. So yeah. you're going there a lot, obviously. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Boston was like the local. That was like the closest city. Yeah, for All sure. Right. Okay. I think I was closer to like uh, where the Patriots play than Boston was. Okay. Because they're in Foxborough, Foxborough in the yeah. woods. Okay. People were like, yo, you know you're from Boston. Yeah. yeah New England. Get <laughs> a map, New England, you <laughs> fucking geography bit. Uh, so last time we spoke, you had just ended a relationship, and you were kind of of the Asian right. persuasion. I was. Still you were into, still, in, still, still into the Asians? Yeah. I got, like, dude. Yeah, of course. Like, I mean, I've since we've talked, I think I said, what, what was it, maybe April, maybe, something like that? Hold on. Yeah, uh, just screw that up and put it close to your mouth okay. while we talk. Sure. Just, just so we... Uh, because yeah. it sounds like we're podcasting on a highway. There we go. And it's not far off. Yeah, it's not. All right, that sounds good. Yeah, so <clears throat> last time I talked to you, I was, uh, I just ended something with uh, that girl that, you know, I really, really liked. Um, you know, but since then, I've just been uh, just going bananas. You're, you're like, going bananas? Pretty much. Yeah, it's Bananas crazy. on the chicks? Well, yeah, it's, and it's not even like... I, like a bragging kind of thing. It's just like... Uh, now, you can brag on this. Well, yeah, but it's more of like a, just a testament to how easy it is to, to date out here and also, you know, get laid. Here, being in Los Angeles. Yeah, in L.A. It's easy for you to get laid? Well, uh, yeah. A lot I mean, of, like, of dudes have a... I, I mean, don't... I, I mean, I'm curious because... Well, you have of, a girlfriend, dude. And you have yeah, a, and, well, you have a, and she's beautiful. You know, if I had your situation, I'd much rather have that. Than for one. every point they are on a 1 to 10 scale, uh-huh. there's that's one point of craziness you get out of it yeah so i'm dealing yeah. with a with an obnoxiously not that she's obnoxious yeah but the situation can lead to well how do you how do you mean basically this, it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot being let's just let's just say it's a lot being in she, a relationship she's gonna hear this she could yeah usually i bury that information 20 minutes in knowing she wouldn't listen yeah but you know it, what this isn't gonna be the one that she gets upset about trust me yeah well, I, I I totally agree that you know relationships have their you know obviously have their issues, but like be, doing what I'm doing now is is kind of empty in a lot of ways because it's just <laughs> like no, I'm serious, and it's just like it's just basically you know it's great stories to tell. That's what I look at it more than you know it's cool stories to tell. You're just people. banging for stories for material. Sometimes like it's just <laughs> uh, but it's it's not like it's hard to find somebody. That I'm learning. Now, that if a woman's listening, would she would she think that's shallow? Um, 
It's just the truth. Or do you I think don't women know are the same way? They're just kind of like, hey, I, I'm, I'm just in it for the sex. No, I think I'm not. See, I'm, I'm not in it just for that. But it just kind of, it just kind of happens. It's like a byproduct of like dating I'm, around is great because you can, you don't have to give that person too much depth. Yeah, well, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, but it, and that can be beneficial to both parties. Like, I don't want like like some like some chick might not want. The guy her dreams. She might just want the Mike Alborici. No offense. Yeah. No. Honestly, <laughs> like, I, mean, I will be here. But that's what I think it is, and it's like uh, it's basically like nothing's taken seriously. And uh-huh. I think, and I think it's also because you know the fact that I'm a comic is you know it's just they know that it's just a stigma. You know what I'm? T- I mean, it's just that like you're a comedian. This is it's a stigma. But honestly, when I think of other professions, it's mm-hmm. like good luck. Go to go back. All right, fine. Go to New York. Date a finance guy yeah. who's making six. High six figures. See how he treats you. You want to actually? Yeah, no, you no, want to no. fucking be treated like shit? Listen to this. I talked to a, I talked to a girl. Uh, That's gonna be the name of the podcast. You want to be treated like shit? Yeah, yeah. Well, I got the place for you. No, but just speaking of that, I I um I talked to this girl. I gave her a lift ride or whatever. She she just got yeah. here. She just got here from New York, and uh, she was just telling me still has hopes and dreams. No, nice. but here's the funny thing about it. So she lived in New York City for a long, long time. She dated out there. She said something about, and I can actually attest to this too. Is that the uh, the women in New York City, especially Manhattan, outnumber the men by a, like a pretty good margin? Oh yeah. So what happens is she told me, and he, I, like I said, I can cont- uh, attest to this, is basically women kind of you know the guys that are in New York, like they could be complete losers and they'll still get laid no problem because of the fact that I can attest to that. Right, and so can I. So I've been that guy who has. But like she, but she said also roommates. the negative part about it is is that these guys can act like total douchebags they don't have to like work on their character their game or anything like that it's just they because they're going to get laid no matter what you know what and i and i uh i want to have compassion and sympathy but i remember being 18 i remember being a freshman in college or a freshman in high school i remember the girls not looking once at you yeah i remember being 22 with an entry-level business job and i remember all these times when when the the chips were against us as sure, men, sure. did women have any compassion for us? Dude, I was like the ugly, you know I was the ugly kid up until I was like I 16. saw a photo recently. You were fat, dude. Well, I was when I was really sick. Oh, okay. I was incredible. Uh, I'm an asshole. No, okay. it's not. I mean, I, I didn't really mention it, so it's like. But yeah, I, I was actually hesitant to throw that on there. Well, they threw you. What they throw you? A bunch of steroids into you? Yeah, it, I was like that pumped I, you. Up? Yeah, I was like deathly ill. It was bad. I was Jeez. in and out of the hospital. My, it was like about ten years ago. Um, yeah. I. And that, yeah, I thought I was actually hesitant to throw that up because it's kind of embarrassing. But I was like, it was actually on my MySpace page. I don't know why. I don't know <laughs> For why. For those listening, MySpace. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I don't know why I did it. But I was like, yeah, let me Google me and MySpace. And then that came up. And I oh couldn't even get into my MySpace because like, I forgot the email that I used and my password. Anyway, but yeah, I looked completely different. But I, I looked, when I turned 16, I, I started getting in the girls and all that kind of stuff. And I, I don't know, it was a high school dropout, actually. So I was... Uh, working full-time as a dishwasher so i had money like more than my friends because oh, they were in dishwasher money dude i was making like dishwasher dude at 16 i was making 200 dollars a week and that was like wow status. like shit. it was like I, the weed was on me you got that mr clean yeah yeah right exactly there. and um but yeah i was like you were talking about i was like the ugly kid like you know i was poor growing up and like the girls wouldn't even look at me i was wearing the same clothes every day and then like i said when i dropped out of high school and I started working i can afford my own clothes all of a sudden i got cute and uh did you have the dishwasher where you would crank it down and like the box would go yeah nuts? yeah yeah that pulled. shit that shit'll do the work for you yeah that's it a was, fucking dude, it was great awesome. do you dude. remember the brand do you know the model hobart 
<laughs> Dude, I totally remember it. My fraternity had an industrial kitchen. Yeah. Because like, the chef cooked for us, which was like 45 guys, 50 guys. Sure. And he also cooked for another house, a sorority. Sure. So he was cooking you know, meals. And, yeah, yeah. And so he had the fry later, the full, the full diner experience and all sure, that. Sure, And then he also had the industrial dishwasher yeah yeah and we and you couldn't imagine the shit we would put in there because imagine when the when the chef's not on duty and you're like all right i got a dirty bong uh chick's panties uh <laughs> fucking <laughs> shoes throw yeah run them through the old bar fucking <laughs> <laughs> just steam comes out you're like dude it's good dude <laughs> that was seriously some of the most fun i've ever had being a dishwasher <laughs> it was like a fine dining restaurant we used to have the bus girls i would i oh, loved dude. every one of them and it was like they were the hottest girls ever. Did you do like get, make sure you get into like a tight area where you had to like touch their lower back <laughs> as you got by? Or just like, hey, let me help you with that, baby. Like yeah, you go, the you fucking do, you bu- do the bus go, pan. Oh, man. They were good days. They were great days. My boss. You're hiding the, your boner in the bus pan? Yeah. No, my boss actually. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. No, my boss, my first ever boss, his name was Mike Alberti. My name is Mike Alberici. Wow. He hired me because so his name nice. sounds close to him. <laughs> no, he was awesome. This guy, okay, first off. There's any comedy bookers named Mike Alberts. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. For you. No, no, but this guy was the coolest. He uh, he inherited the restaurant from his parents, and then he ran it, and he, he just, like, was the coolest guy. And then uh, I remember he gave me this piece of advice about What's women. the name of the restaurant? Uh, it's called the Barnesboro Inn. He doesn't own it anymore. Okay. It's in New Jersey. I just need the whole picture here. Yeah, sure. No, and uh, it's a really old place, whatever. Anyway, my, my I remember he has he had a, he still does. He had a smoking hot wife. And I remember asking him, I'm like, how did you pull that off? He wasn't a bad-looking guy, but I was just like, dude, she is gorgeous. He told me, and I'll never forget it. He was like, hey, Mike, let me tell you something. And I was like 16. And he's like, you know, you got to be, as a man to a woman, a little bit of an asshole. You have to be. He says, if she says show up at 8, show up at like 8, you know, 8.15, 8.30. You know, you always have to have that balance of asshole plus gentleman. She said, don't buy her flowers all the time. Just, you know, once in a while. And just, he said, if you're too nice, girls won't like you. And, you know, some girls will claim that's, like, psychological manipulation or whatever. But it works. It is true. But it's also, like, you're, you're, you're it, even though, you know, you might be being, quote, unquote, an asshole, you're, you're showing them your priorities are to yourself at first. And you're kind of, like, not being a pushover. And that's yeah, well, also, uh, ultimately I, what women want. Well, I think women do that whole bullshit thing. They hate assholes and all that kind of stuff. And if you are too much of an asshole, of, yeah, of course it's going to go against you. But, like, that whole happy medium. Because girls and... I'm sure you can attest to this. They don't, they don't want like some pussy that's just going to be readily readily available all the time. You know what I mean? Or just is like when you say when they say jump how high. They don't like that shit. And I've, I mean, I've been there. I've, you know, was it crazy about chicks? And you got to know when to sort of like tone it down. Yeah. Like when you've reeled them in, almost it's yeah. almost like catch them that way, keep them honest. I mean, I can't tell you how many girls I've dated that were like, Dave, you were such a douche. You were a fuck. My girlfriend. When I met you, you looked like the biggest fucking douche. <laughs> and that says a lot because I didn't even really dress like a douche. Yeah, yeah, So they yeah. were, like, really digging in. Like, no, no, no. It wasn't your outfit. It was <laughs> <It's> you. <just> you. <laughs> and I was like, but you talked about me. Yeah, you exactly. Me. Yeah. And you were like, don't date that guy. He's a douche. Yeah. Dude, I I remember a girl that I dated, like that girl I was telling you about the last time. That one after uh, my ex and me broke up. We dated for, like, three months. I think I talked about her. And then... uh and one of the biggest things that she told me, she's like, you know, you really don't act like yourself around me. She's like, you know, you're trying way too hard, you know, and all that. You know, you got to call me out on my bullshit every once in a while. And then she's right. And like, and I just liked her so much that I was just willing to do whatever, anything for her. And that's a turnoff that's to a what, lot of girls. That's what we refer to as like your one-itis or whatever. Well, yeah. And right? also. It's like your, your one where like, yeah, but I'll. I was a dick to the girl I didn't like, but I like this girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah, you, so just be yourself, but also don't just But that's why I, I was talking about that with another uh, comedian friend of mine. It was just basically like when you really kind of like uh, like a girl, 
you 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 try to change just to like fit what she wants, at least what you think she wants. Mm -hmm. And when you're dating like an average girl, or you go out, but you you kind of like more yourself, and then it actually, you know, it it's I don't know, it's just a lot more endearing. But what I'm finding out is that in a relationship, there are still ways to play play that cat and mouse game without you know being demeaning. But there's definitely ways where you can like keep that the other person on their toes. Sure, absolutely. So it's amazing, isn't it interesting? How much do you learn about sex, like working a blue collar job as a kid? Sure. Like I like I worked at Newport Creamery, same deal, uh, like a diner. Or do you, you, you know Newport Creamery? Philly's probably too far. New England had it. No, it's just a diner, ice cream parlor place. Sure. And um, I worked in the ice cream scooping area. All okay. the dudes works, either like running tables or in the sh- the chef area or in the back. And it's like my my gr- my my girlfriend, uh, my my sister. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking my old side piece. <laughs> my fucking sister got me the job, so all the other dudes are like yeah, this fucking queer scooping ice cream. But I'm yeah. like, yeah, and I'm covered in fudge with three other chicks. That's not awesome. my sister. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, absolutely. And then another job was I worked in heating and air conditioning uh-huh. for my stepdad. Okay, and that's a shitty job. Yeah, dude, sweating in the summertime. You're in attics. There's fucking insulation all over you. But I work with this dude, Rob, right? Uh-huh. And Rob used to tell, give me the best advice. I'm 15, 16, 17. Sure. You don't have really Google or you don't know too much. And he was like, dude, it's the best advice you ever gave me. He goes, you never know what a girl will say unless you ask her. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, you just got to ask her. Yeah. No, you know, he's like, girls are crazy. They're wild. They want stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I grew up in conservative Catholic Rhode Island. Girls don't want anything. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, you apologize for getting in their way, and then you move on. He's like, no, 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 no. Dude, it's so true. And it's so funny to actually try to read girls. Like, I remember there was this one girl I was like, uh, after a show, she invited me to this, like, party she had in the, in the Hollywood Hills. And then, um, uh, you know, it was a good time. And then it kind of just ended up being me and her. It was getting late. And I, honest to God did not know that this chick was into me at all and then all of a sudden i remember yeah she said uh I, we went back into the plate into the house i was like all right so uh she's like do you want to crash here and i was like i guess and she's like do you have a, i was like do you have a couch and she was like no you're gonna sleep with me at and her then, place yeah well it was her friend's place her friend's like a an actress or whatever anyway and then like i and then we're just we're like banging like 10 minutes later and i had no clue that she was into me she didn't lean was on. She, was she into you, or was she like? She was super into me. No, it wasn't even uh, like there was other. Op- it wasn't like, oh, he's my only option. She was, just, you know, she wanted and, to do that. And you just did you not pick up on the signals, or not are they at just all. more subtle nowadays? No, I didn't pick up on the. I don't think I didn't feel like she was giving me any. That's it's worse point. when you think you're going to get laid. Of course, yeah. I have so many stories from like looking back on it that I was like, oh yeah, that chick wanted to fuck and had at the time, <laughs> no idea, See, and I, I wasn't, have those. and I like. I always grew up playing it cool. Yeah. Uh, I just played it cool. Yeah. Didn't get me laid till I was almost 20. You know what I mean? Is that when you lost everything? When you lost it? Yeah, when I was almost 20. So, like, I played it coo- too cool. I was yeah. just like, oh, yeah. And she was like, I didn't even think you liked me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was playing it cool. Yeah, What did yeah. that get me? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yep. And eventually, you got to be like, you got to escalate it. You got to you gotta, you gotta touch and see if they touch back. Yeah. It goes both ways. For sure. Absolutely. Now you... But I was throwing this these signals out to this girl. I was like, we were sitting we were sitting next to each other just talking, and I was kind of doing that whole, like, my leg touches her thing to see if she'll pull away. And she didn't really, but I still wasn't picking up on it. And then it, it's just, uh, 
And that's kind of weird. It, and that happened to me more than I told this, once. this story last week about a girl. Oh, I can't tell you the full thing because the listeners will want to shoot themselves in the head. <laughs> she showed me no signs. She was turning me down. Uh-huh. You know, was trying to kiss her on the street, turning me down, turning me down my roof, blah, blah, blah. The next thing you know, she's, fu- she's just fucking fucking me. Wow. So I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have an answer for you. Yeah. Every chick's different. Some chicks emotionally just don't give off what they're feeling on the inside, kind of like we were talking, we've done. Yeah. Definitely. And you got to just play it cool. Yeah, and then hopefully it leads to you know. Isn't it? Is there a better feeling though when that moment when you first real? It's like a when um when the uh, you know you ever see like the the million dollar prize comes up to the front door the people say the publisher's clearing yeah you yeah. see that the balloons and the sure. confetti and, you, and yeah. you're just like and you're in your, in the, you know some old chick in her like pajamas being like whoa, whoa, whoa what <laughs> that's like the feeling you get when you first realize the chick wants to fuck you you're like, ah, ah. there's like a trombone playing in the background and you're like oh, yeah, yeah she hands you a giant check to that's her fucking vulva that's <laughs> hilarious you've won entry Dick into Clark's my like yeah. you won <laughs> Who was that fucking guy? Was that Ed McMahon? That was Ed McMahon, McMahon. That's it. I said Dick Clark. Well, Aren't they the same? They're Are they the same person? person? Okay. They are. They're twins. You know. But uh, Ed and Dick. Back to what we were talking about Please. before with New <laughs> Sorry, York City. I no, it's okay. No, that New York City thing, and I was talking about you know how guys don't have to whatever. Dude, I can attest to this. I, I went to uh, visit a, a buddy of mine uh, in Brooklyn, and we uh, we were going to head to Manhattan to hang out the like guys' night or whatever. And and they were telling me they were <laughs> no listen. They were telling me they're like. Guys' night, right? Exactly. Fuck We're doing a guys' night on Wednesday, right? Anyway, come out to guys' night this Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Mad but chicks. this ended really crazy. So I remember we, and so my, we were headed to Manhattan. My buddy was telling me he was like, "Dude, this isn't like Philly. Uh, the the girls will hit on you out here." And sure enough, we go to a bar called uh, Thebes. It's in Manhattan, and within I'm not kidding, ten minutes, there's this blonde like trying to chat it up with me and all that. Uh, we just drank a little bit, and then next thing I know, I'm in a cab, and then we're going back to her place, and you know the rest is history. And then I, the next, it was so, it was so cool. It was just, uh, I remember waking up the next day and I was like, I went out into the streets and I'm like surrounded in Manhattan by like these skyscrapers. I'm like, it was crazy. I didn't even know the girl's name until the next day. How come you can call her a blonde? Yeah. And I'm co- and we're all totally cool with it and we understand what you're saying. Sure. But you can't call it a black. Yeah, you can't. So uh, there's black hits on me. Like, have, you ever, have you ever been with a black chick before? Half black. I, I, yeah, I was with. Half black. She was half black and like, you know, fucking Panamanian or some shit. She yeah. had other shit in there. I went, uh, yeah, like, uh, usually I don't ever, I, I, I was with uh, one black girl in college, and she was actually from Africa, Eritrea. Her dad was like a political refugee or whatever like that. Um, yeah, that's the only black chick I ever, like, was kind of with. And you then, took uh, in a refugee? Yeah. You're a fucking Dude, do you ever hear my abortion joke? I'm not sure. Well, anyway, it, I have one, and it's about her. I, I got her pregnant. You got, and the, the, you got the refugee pregnant? Yeah. And I remember we were seniors in college, and uh, you know she took care of it and everything like that. That's actually in my stand-up. And I love it. Took care of it. That's, yeah, I have yeah. a joke about abortions taking care of it. Yeah, yeah. No, but she, it was up to her. What do you mean she took care of it? She raised it well? Or, <laughs> yeah. she, or she took care of it? Yeah. I went on a date with a, uh, a black girl for the first time uh, last week, and uh got to say, not really thrilled at all. With the sex or with the what? Just, nah, we didn't do anything like that. It was just meeting her. I don't know. It, she looked a lot cuter in her pictures. And I thought I was like, it was. she looked gorgeous, and then I meet her. There's yeah. something I see in Hispanic girls that, that you know, the old boner meter goes wild. <laughs> you ever feel there's a, and I don't know, it's there. there's also this um, kind of reputation that they can get pregnant pretty easily. Yeah. Are they just super fertile? Fertile? I don't and know. It's a fertile feeling you get when a girl walks by and you're like, <laughs> ay, mamacita. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny? Have you ever dated a Hispanic girl before? 
Um, I'd have to check back with you. I don't think so. Okay, I've dated a, a oh, not many. Maybe that's and maybe that's why I have this uh, curiosity, if you will. Yeah. Well, I I, I mess. I've only like uh, kind of messed around with one that was like like whole mm-hmm. all Mexican or whatever. And I find that like um, <laughs> I don't date a lot organic of Me- certified Mexican. Yeah, I don't date a lot of Mexican women or Hispanic women for that. Even fact. as a dishwasher, you didn't come on. <laughs> <up. laughs> hey. No, but what I'm, my point is, is like even black chicks. I, I honestly, and the only reason I date mostly Asian and white girls, mostly Asian, small dick. No, <laughs> is they dig me. Like the hottest Asian girl will think I'm cute, whereas the hottest Hispanic or black girl. For whatever reason, won't quite. I don't know if they can. Well, tell. you're absolutely right. With like that, just goes to show, goes to show who chooses. Yeah, they yeah. find you hot. Yeah, chicks, guys find everything beautiful. Sure, equal opportunity beauty for the most part. For the most part, but I honestly do always give the nod to the Asian ladies. Like I might, there, there's certain Asians I might not like, but maybe I don't like bad teeth. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. it's not the Asians so much as like I don't understand. I I can't label it because I don't mind Asians. Yeah, but I feel like women pick and choose that's how the supply and demand works there's such a demand of dudes that'll fuck you yeah that women can be cleat chasers yeah chuckle fuckers <laughs> plumber strummer you know what i mean like you can do whatever is their kink they'll find a guy you know that will line up to that you know what it's funny you mentioned that I, I remember you know i was dating a girl that uh did you ever do this? I think I might even have mentioned it last time. Uh, it was the Asian girl that I was dating for like three months. Puck slut. That's the other one. Continue. Exactly. Puck Sorry. slut. Great. You got like... anything for baseball? <laughs> Base. I cleat chases, really. I know what cleats you chase. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, okay, so I want your opinion on this. Because sure. I get a lot of shit for it. I actually try to tell it on stage. Women hate it. Uh, basically, what, <laughs> what, ha- what happened was I remember it was this, you know, this chick. It was amazing sex. I think I talked about her last time. She, uh, uh, she asked me how many women I was with, and I told her like around 50. And then, uh, and I was hesitant to ask. I actually, she actually told me that you know she used to get around a lot in college. And then, so my number in my head was like, you know, she's twenty eight. So I'm like thinking, you know, twenty five, which is to me still a lot. And then she told me, no, it's like around fifty, like you. And it was like, and, such, she's, and you're like a decade older, you, close, yeah, to close to it. I'm thirty five. Okay. But uh, but but the thing that bothered me. Uh, it really did bother me. I wish she never told me. And then, uh, but but you asked. I know, but, but now my, you know for the next time. But my point is, is that okay? I've been with fifty plus women. She's been with fifty plus guys. But I still don't think it's equal. The reason being is because, like, women can just give it up. This girl's su- super cute. You know, any guy's gonna want to fuck her. That you know, whatever. That's in his right mind. Uh, where for, for guys, we have to work for it. Like, th- like you know, it, it, a girl literally could, like, a chick right here at this coffee shop could just. Just yell out, like, I'm giving away free pussy. And if she's, like, even remotely attractive, somebody's going to be like, okay. Three guys just turned around at the coffee shop. Exactly. And the guys are... Hey, uh, yes, I'm here for the free pussy. As long as she's even halfway decent looking. But if a guy... I don't care. Unless you're like Brad Pitt. If you did the same exact thing, you're not going to get late. We have to fucking do strategy. We have to fucking... We need personality. Yeah, the personality. We have to... Yes, a job. Podcast. Follow us on iTunes. Yeah, or a a crazy Twitter account that you're just... You got a million followers. Something like that. You have to earn it. Whereas a girl can give it away, no problem. Like, like Fat Chew, like him, yeah. right? He's got a huge following, that fucking <laughs> fat fuck, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what would he be, like a Instagram blower? Yeah. I don't you, know. You know. What the fuck's that guy's name? Yeah, the, you mean the... Uh, Josh Ostrowski or whatever his name is? Uh, the fucking the Jewish guy. Yeah, the fat Jewish. Fat Jewish, yeah, I yeah. sound like I'm insulting Jews, but it's that's what his name is. Well, like, yeah. It's his fault as a Jewish man right. for us to bring shame upon your culture. For sure. No, but my point but, is... Yeah, he spun it and found his... "Quote unquote currency." Well, do you do you think this is this is not equal? I think to play devil's advocate, um, that 
we live in a time where everything's equal and it's your fault that you're not. But if that was me, I would have a huge problem. Yeah. Because I'd be like, whoa, I fucked 50 chicks. Yeah. But I'm picturing 50 fucking linemen <laughs> for the <laughs> USC Trojans <laughs> just fucking pounded. Yeah. When you have to remember, they're probably fucking, some of them were like, Two pump chumps, or you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, because I've had bad sex for sure. And sure had, enough, if she she's fucking fifty she, guys, she, a lot she, of them are like this fucking. She asshole. told me that she she was she said um she's like don't get discouraged by that. She's like I probably <laughs> enjoyed twenty percent of them. But you know, to be honest with you, I have that same figure. It's like if I could, like, that's ten men she enjoyed. I did the math. Yeah, exactly. And it might not even have been that. And she and and she even told me and like like I said, we had incredible sex. She was like, you know, you've done things to me that no other guy has. And like just because you're having a lot of sex, made her mean, pay for dinner. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean doesn't mean that it's good. Like you know, and uh, and it's the same thing with me. If I could, like I've been with a decent amount of chicks. If I could have sex with any of them again, it would probably be. I'm gonna be honest. Around five, like that, where I would like definitely go back for that. But like the others, no. I had college chicks that I just really regretted afterwards. For me too, dude. Really regretted. Did I banged up kind of a heavy chunky girl two nights ago? Heavy, ch- heavy yeah, and chunky. Yeah, like dude, it was. It, I'm kind of a. I'm kind of a whore. But uh, the 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 thing is though is we want to we have memories of other people like we want to judge people based on their past but we are living with only our present yeah and it's very hard to stay in the present especially when you know someone's past for sure uh i don't know my girlfriend's number is, I is that my choice i uh i've never asked i don't think and, you ever, and she's never asked me and i estimate it to be pretty low okay i uh, i would be very surprised if it was like over 15 15 yeah i'd be very surprised yeah yeah that's just me guessing but, you know what i mean but dude even if i don't like, feel bad saying it because i have but, no idea but dude that eats at you i don't care if it's fucking 15 or 50 it could like, be three you know what i mean yeah yeah but and you're much better off not knowing but like i'm always the kind of I'm, i don't know what it is but i'm always the kind of guy i'm very competitive so i'm just like <laughs> i always if i'm with a chick and she tells me her number even if it's like 10 i'm just like were any of them better than me you know that's like that whole natural kind of thought for a guy i think it's because it's all ego driven it's like you know, that's well, just, whatever they were, they didn't make it work. Work, yeah, exactly. So, you, or, know. you know, but now you spent as a Philly uh, native, yeah, you've spent a lot of time on the shore. That's a thing, right? Philly, yeah. Philly to the Jersey Shore. Yeah, absolutely, a, I went to I went to college by the Jersey Shore, Stockton University. And so, like, let's talk about that because sure. all I know about the shore, you know, even living in New York, people go to the shore like. I was I lived in New York like mid twenties like mm-hmm. I think that was done. People were doing maybe the Hamptons or yeah. or other things, but I don't know. I don't know many people went to the shore. All I know is what I re- watched on the Jersey Shore. Yeah, and then people will ask me all the time because I'll tell them you know I lived at the Jersey Shore for two years and um, and they'll like, especially out here they'll just be like oh my god is it like the show and what I say is it's exactly like the show mm-hmm. it is it's like I know like ten situations you know I, I it, all like a million snookies. It's all real. It's all true. It's how it goes down out there. So you just get a bunch of dudes, and you all kind of crash in a fuck, fuck it's, pad? Well, d- dude, it's crazy. I remember, you know, we had a house on 21st Street. We always went to this bar called the Princeton. And it's like, and my buddy put it best. He was like, and everybody just goes out for the weekend. So it's basically from Friday to, like, you know, Sunday. And uh, and it's always the, the summertime. You know, the, the East Coast, it's like basically, you know, people have their shore homes. But then they, the 90% of the population just goes back to, like, Philly or wherever they're from. And it's a ghost town for, you know eight months yeah yeah so it's like in that three month span people go absolutely bananas like it's just because the time's limited we're in california in la it's like you don't have to rush you can just kind of like dude we can go to the That's beach why we have labor day memorial that we have like get it in you have exactly like weekends, yeah, like, yeah. and memorial weekend like beat kicks, the beat, bro. Yeah, exactly like memorial weekend just kicks everything off and my buddy put it best he was like uh 
I went to college with him. He said, uh, he's like, women at the Jersey Shore, like, they have, like, almost a double life. Like, dude, like, married women will go to the shore just to, like, bang some young kid, you know, just to and never tell their husbands. And it's, like, totally understood. You get real specific. Married women named Janet will go to the shore <laughs> and bang me. I mean, Mike, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, but that's how it is. And it's just. And that's got to be partly, like. They're just it, giving it, it away. It, 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 it rids them of society's maybe shame or whatever sure it's not like they're in their own hometown like they're not they're not shitting where exactly they yeah they go elsewhere it's like they're it's, shitting in jersey shore exactly the jersey shore is like vegas out here so so uh you going out you're going out to the princeton i love by the way that you pick like a prestigious school's name it, no, it's a, like, it's we're fucking potty not harvard <laughs> right we're about to bang some chicks at fucking yale yeah no it was called the princeton it's an two dollar shots at <laughs> fucking okay um yeah so is it so? How many did you do? You find a chick and like you kind of. That's like 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 I'm just I'm just guessing. Sure, you get a chick who's like a seven. Sure, she's like your safety net for the end of the night. Absolutely, something to put it in. Yes, um, yeah. these words are not condoned. By, <laughs> and and uh, and then you just shoot for something better. Uh, sometimes yeah, but also other times it's like okay, like this is. Is there uh, a Jersey Shore romance that can happen? No, there's no love at the shore. I no. That, that's, that's a good you. name for the episode. Love at the shore. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite exist. It's, no, love at the shore doesn't exist. No, it's well, it depends on what your de- definition is. But uh, it's yeah, it's just easy. It's just like you know, they're they'll you know, as long as you have a place that's like within walking distance of wherever you were, it's like yeah, come back to my place. I always found traveling, traveling or like when like my single days. New York's different because like everyone's like a cab right away. Sure. So you just like just a hey, fucking cab done. A- absolutely. Just it's it's a sex surface. Yes. These cabs at late at night. <laughs> it's just it's just sex trafficking. Um, that's a good way to put it. And uh, I mean, because that's all Uber and Lyft is. Well, if I'm driving at night, I'm just a sex trafficker. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. the both parties are willing. Sometimes, yeah. literally, one party's dragging their guy or girl out yeah. of the car. That's wasted. Hol- that's hilarious. That's so uh, true. It's so true. Yeah, it is, and it's not me to judge. I obviously wouldn't condone anything bad happening, but like, and then you who am I to stop someone from carrying their partner out of a car? But then you got order. Sunday mornings. If you're like, you get the walk of shame, girls. I've it's driven. I've driven someone a couple to brunch. And they were clearly a one-night stand. And it was great. It was just great <laughs> chatting with them. And you know the funny part is? is like oh, The chick was definitely flirting with me. Yeah. I was just talking. I'm driving. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, you get kind of bored. If you guys want to talk, we talk. Sure. And you could just tell this chick was going to take any any dude that, that fit the bill home. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and you kind of have that duty, I think, afterwards to, to get them. Yeah. I always say it's not a one-night stand if you buy them brunch after. <laughs> Continental breakfast, one-night stand. Dude. Continental breakfast ever, at a wedding, not a one-night stand. You can't have a one-night stand at a wedding. It doesn't count. Do you ever, like, uh, getting back to the whole, like, uh, you know, where, you know, I would take back five of them. I swear to God, dude, most of the women that I've had sex with, it was strictly for the story. It was like while even while I'm having it, I'm like I cannot wait. You were like in ten years, I'm gonna be on a dating podcast. Exactly, I need this story. Yeah, like for instance, a good one I have is uh, okay. So it's weird. It's really weird. Okay, so it was in the middle of winter, and we're in Avalon, and the only thing to do in the wintertime at the shore is go to Atlantic City because that's like people from Philly will come out there. Blah blah blah. Anyway, so we go. So you lived okay. So sorry to interrupt. You lived in during the desert winter. Yes, I spent two years there, and the winter time sucks there. It's boring. Oh yeah, yeah, I can imagine. You're like praying for May to come fast, and then so girls put on their winter layer. It's terrible. No, but nobody even lives there. So it's like you know, actually one one thing that we a rule that we have, and you're gonna think this is hilarious. Yeah, you rate a girl from one to ten. Sure. Okay, we actually had a system called a winter or a summer number. 
So oh. basically, yeah, exactly. So what, like, what would I be? Am I, I a winter night? So like, exactly. No, so you can find the most gorgeous chick in the summertime, and she would be rated, let's just say, a summer eight. Well, yeah, you're right? rating based on your dem- on your supply. on the supply, right? Yeah. And then you supply get, goes up to me. You can get like kind of an ugly chick for the winter time, and she'll be like a winter six, but a summer like three or four. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually a thing. Like, and um, it's just so crazy these rules that they have. I uh, love well, let me, it, let me, and I feel like I feel like the audience will respond well to your honesty. Yeah, I feel. That I know way. I'm coming. I know how I'm coming off right now because but, but we I all just, have I times where we need to. It gets it gets lonely. Sure. Yeah, but like I'm not even trying to. Say, I know I might sound kind of douchey saying this, but it's actually like how it works. Like with this. Okay, so this story, right? So basically, we it was me and like four of my buddies. We were all going out, and it's crazy because on the way there, I told them I was like, "Hey, man." Hey guys, if I like, if I find somebody tonight, just leave without me. I'll fucking take the bus home or whatever. And then, sure enough, we go to this club. It's kind of getting down. The you mean closing. you're gonna take a girl home on the bus with you? Let me just tell you. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you how this worked out. Y'all okay, swipe so, you in, bro. Right, right. I got my tab card. Anyway, so uh, no, no, no. So what happened was it was getting close to the end of the night. I, this girl kind of comes up to me, and she was really cute. And then. Uh, I t- and it was like okay, and then she's like, "You want to come with like me and my friends? We're gonna have uh, it was closing time for the club. She's like, we're gonna eat or whatever." And closing I told my time. I told my boys, I was like, "All right, remember what I said?" And they all left. And then uh, I remember, yeah, this chick was telling me that she's moving to Florida the next day. So I'm like, "All right." So it ended up I walked her back to her hotel, and then started making out in the hallway. And I'm like, you know, like, you want to go inside your room? And she was like, I can't. Uh, you know, I have my best friend in there, and I don't want to think I'm a slut. She knows I just met you. And I'm like, okay. That's what roofs were for. Listen, so this is crazy. So we made out a little bit more in the hallway, and I was like, fuck it. I don't know what happened. I grabbed her hand, and we just started walking down the hallway, and I'm looking for places where I can take her. <laughs> I swear to God, I come across this uh, door that says, authorized personnel only. You're like, that'll do. do not, I swear to God. I go in there. It's where they keep, like, the linens and cleaning products. There's a mop. Like, yeah, exactly. Just a bucket. Exactly. So what I do is I go in there. Come in the bucket. Right. I go in there and I shout out, hey, is anybody here? We can use some help. No response. So I'm like, great. So I take her into this fucking closet that they had, do what I did, and I was like, did the whole. Did you over? What would you do? What's his yeah, style? Yeah, just, well, you know, fucking. Lay some linens down, have a little I, fucking jersey no, picnic? No, it, it, it was all standing up. <laughs> it was all standing up. And I remember the whole time, I'm just like thinking to myself, I'm just like, I, mean, I cannot wait to tell my friends. And I ended up having to take a bus home. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. I ended up having to, I'm fucking like I, the bus dropped me off too late, and then I ended up having to walk two miles in, oh, in fucking. But how dr- great is that? It was great, and then I ended up walking in two miles in dress shoes. My feet were fucking killing me. But you felt you had a fucking shitty I, grin. Yeah, happy as a and clam. Then the, the next day, the Eagles were playing football actually, and then like this story couldn't have gotten more Jersey or Philly. Yeah, or exactly. And then my, you know, it was a story to tell. And did uh, you save? Did you get the girl's number? Yeah. No, we're friends on Facebook. Because I don't like to not get somebody's info. Well, yeah. I mean. I honestly you think never know what's gonna happen. I don't. I don't like the. I don't like the closure. I don't yeah. like a one stand closure. It depends on what. I actually don't mind. I you think don't mind it. I think it's uh, kind of cool. Like if you don't. Know I mean, both thing. people must really not. You must both be a winter five if you don't want the other person's info. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I might be a winter five. Because I, I, I kind of have the femme mentality where I don't want my number to just rack up too far. Really? Like I don't really care so much. But if there's a chick that I've enjoyed having sex with, yeah, why replace her? No, I'm, until the I parts could, fail. I, I, I could not agree more. But uh, you know, and it's so funny because when you're single, you have this whole different mentality. It's like, oh, it's just a numbers game, you know, and all that. And then you actually meet somebody you care about, and then you're just like, I'd much rather have this. This is way better. Not to sound like a bitch, but it's true. Free pussy is like a well. 
that can run dry. Yeah. It might not run dry in the sense that you're out of it, but sure. your your desire to yeah. go to the bottom of the well to get it. Yeah. Have but you no, reached a point like that? or or, or yeah, yeah, I did. Actually, over the summer. I remember, you know, when, like, I kind of ended things with that Asian girl, you know, and then I just started going crazy and dating a lot. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun, but it gets to a point where I was kind of exhausted. So I remember I, uh, what I did was... I was kind of messing around with this Asian girl. She's gorgeous. Like, she's beautiful. She was like, you know what she does for a living? She does uh, new room massages. You know what that is? Yes. Exactly. She does Oil. that. Yes. And, she, and every man listening knows that from you porn. Exactly. Yeah. But a lot of, it's so funny because I'll tell I, that. I don't, some people just cut to the fucking. I like to just watch them massage. No, that's the thing. She, did, <laughs> she didn't, there were, she didn't fuck. Because you know, it's, right, ili- right, right, it's right. illegal. I'm talking about the porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then I remember, you know, that was how she made a living. She made like around $200 a session. She would get, Well, then she fucked. <laughs> well, no, no, no. She it was, it, she it was an, no, it was an hour <laughs> session. I'm sorry. It was an hour session for like 150 bucks. And what she'll do is she'll like give you the massage for 45 minutes. Does she use her whole body? Yes. So she's, are you on some sort of plastic, no, some sort of like inflatable mattress? No, not like in the thing. It's okay. on like this, uh, it's Clearly uh, I'm not. It's like a, like like somebody that somebody puts a massage table, but it's all. But don't they go liberal with the oil? It's like yeah. a slip and slide. Basically, that's what she's she does. on you with her knees but and you, her feet. And her you ass can cheeks. you can touch any. The rules are you can touch any part of her, but you can't touch inside. Okay, red flag. <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah, and I dated this girl. Hold on a second. Yeah. So you could actually touch her titties. Yeah, easily, and you could touch down there too, but you just can't go inside. So you can finger her. Like you, you could, but not so no. Click the mouse. As it you were. can click the mouse. You so can to click speak. the mouse. Yeah, and but her, most of her clientele were like old guys, and like the the stories that she would tell me, like, and, and I didn't, I wasn't into her. Did the dude shower first? I, I don't know, but I, the funny thing was, is like I wasn't into. I want to get that info. <laughs> I wasn't into her enough to like get mad at this. Uh-huh. And, and, uh huh. And it was funny because she would tell me like, oh my god, today like this fucking old guy came and uh, you know all he wanted me to do was like twist his nipples for forty five minutes. And I'm just like, Jesus, like, you know, that's, it's just weird what guys want. Like, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you know? Jeez. Yeah. And then she was also a stripper. But she but won't give them, a, but so. She, they, she won't. But she, they can get a bone. They, they can, can, get a, can, they they can do what they can, they can do. I don't know that, but they can do whatever they want to themselves. What if they rub their boner on a non-sexual position? Part, just a fucking uh, in and out of Well, the I think it's inevitable that's going to happen okay. because like she's on top of them, you know? And oh then, uh, gosh. yeah, yeah. And then she'll say, uh. She's pole dancing, if you will. Right. And, um. You know, uh, I remember the whole point of this is basically I was dating a lot, and then I met this girl. She was she's really hot, and then I I didn't really really into her into her, and then she was it was the same for me and her. Like we, we just kind of knew we could do better, but it was one of those things where I was so exhausted that I was just like, "Fuck it, I'll just keep you around." You know, just keep me company. We would go to the beach. Remember, the, I don't know. I took pictures <laughs> of her on the beach. We would go to the beach together. We'd have fun over the summer. And it was kind of like... You're like letting her do errands with you. <laughs> right. Exactly. You gotta yeah. go to Aldo's and get some shoes for a wedding. It's basically just a filler. It's just yeah. you're so exhausted, you know, and I feel that way even now. Like I, I'm dating still, but I have this like 22 year old that is kind of like just my go-to right hey, now. Hey, 22. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're 35. Uh, yeah. It's so crazy. I think I, I like it. I like it. Dude, well, it's, your it's, rule is half your age plus seven. Now, let's round <laughs> you down to a 34 just for fun. Yeah. So it's 17 plus seven. So that's 24. Yeah. Okay. No, right. but that's the thing. Is it, she's a little under your, your zone, but hey, it's L.A. Yeah. It's but, L.A. Yeah. And it's crazy because my sisters are fucking, 
a year younger than this girl. And my, I remember when my sisters were born, like what I was doing. Yeah, but that's your. See, you're living in the past again. No, I understand. But I know. I'm yeah. like you're the fucking age of my cousin. Yeah, uh, you're starting equating people. It's like you can't do that. But, but no, I get it. But also, it was weird because I remember when I first went out with her. I asked her specifically, "When were you born?" And she told me May of '93. And it's just so funny to me because I remember specifically what I was doing in May of '93. It was the year the uh, Phillies. Um, went to the World Series and they got off to this crazy hot start. And I used to get remember Sports Illustrated. So yeah, I used to get Sports Illustrated every week. Sure, and I, of course. And I remember reading an article on their start, and it had Milt Thompson, who's an outfielder, uh, saving the game, like catching this home run ball. As and this girl is being born. As this girl is being born. That's just like the weirdest thing. I got arrested for the first time in my life in May of 94. She was a year old. So you're getting arrested and yeah. she is learning L- how to shit- speak English. She's shitting her pants in her crib. I'm shitting my pants in juvenile hey. hall. Hey. yo. Somebody's getting their ass wiped. Yeah. <laughs> but enough on Mike. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Dude, um, and then I, I, I did it. I, I hooked up with a girl born in 94. Ooh, that wow. Hurt. No, I, That wasn't dude, recently, by the way. Dude, I hooked up with... Uh, I'm not saying I, it was like in 2000, but... Yeah. No, like just like not even, I don't know, four months ago, I hooked up with a girl that uh, is a UCLA student, and she was born in 94. But, and, you know, it's uh, it means that girls have hooked up with old guys. Yeah. That's what it means. But I think it, it's more endearing. So, like, well, some chick... Some twenty-year-old chicks hooking up with a forty-year-old. Yeah, she's probably not bragging about it. My like sister, is. <laughs> dude, my sister is twenty-three, and uh, she has a kid. She had a kid at twenty. She dated the same guy from that's like maybe two years older than her from the time she was fucking twelve till twenty-one. The same guy, and now she's uh, with. She's actually living with this forty-four-year-old man. And she's twenty three. And not that I have a problem with dating. That. A, I couldn't imagine dating a girl from my prepubescent years to post. Because like you, you guys have seen each other naked as kids, but it's not creepy because you were kids. Yeah, it's even it's just creepy that I'm describing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm living in the past. Yeah, it's no. like it's like you ever like you ever think of a chick that you fucked, like I ba- like I hooked up with this girl. She's a freshman in college. Sure. And I'm and I I remember exactly what she looked like naked. Yeah. But I'm 30 now. Yeah. Thinking of an 18 year old naked. Nothing wrong with that. I don't so, think so. Wrong, so if I so if I rem- I remember the first pair of tits I saw and I'm 14. Uh huh. Now, as a 30-year-old, I'm allowed to talk about a 14-year-old's tits? <laughs> I don't Dude, know. that is so funny you mentioned that. I, I remember the first <laughs> time I ever saw tits in person. No, listen. I, uh, I was hanging out with my... I was probably 12. I was hanging out I with... I was my, washing dishes. Right. <laughs> no, you. I was hanging out with my buddy Dylan. He was like two years older. He was 14. <laughs> we went to this girl's house. And she was 13. And uh, this girl was crazy about Dylan. And she fucking just... I remember. I'll never forget. She just took her top off. And then I was like the first time I ever... It was a 13-year-old. I got the biggest fucking boner and you know what happens that's just like it's i hate to equate it to post-traumatic stress but your body is spiking in adrenaline and you are stamping your brain with a memory yeah that you won't forget for sure and i'll never forget this like it was (laughs) it was crazy and it was a 13 year old i lost my virginity to a a 15 year old i was 16 but it's like weird you're right thinking about it now all right it's like (laughs) <laughs> it's a little weird, bro. It's like, like a, you know. I'm glad I brought out the weirdness. But tell me, <laughs> all right, tell me what it's like. Sorry, I'm shifting my gaze because sure, the sure. sun's hitting me. Um, yeah. Tell me what it's like dating a 22 year old. It's did uh, you, what did you what did you meet? Rolling Molly or someplace? Or no, some shit? dude, that's the crazy thing. We met at a place called the Airliners in uh, Boyle Heights, and then uh, I remember I was just dancing with her. I made out with her, and I was just like, "Damn, this is pretty good." And then I, I she had to go, and I Hold ran. On. Yeah, I got I to slow this down. So how you dancing that? Dancing turned into making out. Well, yeah, I just kind of went in for you're it. You're going in, you're fucking, yeah, finger, yeah. you're trying to do all this shit. Exactly. And my and then she had and she had to leave. 
I would have danced with her. I, I got like a good vibe off of her. And my buddy, who was here from Philly, her friend was kind of, ugh. So he wasn't playing wingman. He was being very selfish. Uh-huh. And uh, her friend was like, I'm, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm not going to sit here watching you make out with this guy. And she tells me, she's just like, I got to go. Cock block. Right. Seriously. But and the then, girl didn't leave with her? She did. Oh, and then so see. she was like, I got to go. And then, see, so but that's your fault. I ran That down. you didn't play that girl more attention somehow. You had to get one of your guys on her. I, I only had, I had it, my, the guy that was with me is like my best friend from college. And he was, I kind of understand why he didn't want to wingman it. But like, it's like it was, you're an uncle babysitting. You're just like, give him a sack of quarters. Go play some big buck hunter yes, while I fucking exactly. take this chick down at the airliner. Right. No, but he wasn't willing to help me. So she ended up leaving. And I remember I ran downstairs and tracked her down. I was like I was like I know this is weird. I was like it's I really, romantic, exactly. unless she didn't like you, in which case it's yeah, not. But, but in this case, up, it sounded romantic. Yeah, exactly. And she I'm was listening. she was very flattered by that. But uh, yeah, dating her is. Um, is she one of those girls that would let you different. finger her before she lets you kiss her? Uh, no, I don't. No. I feel like those those club girls that'll let you put your fingers in them. Well, the crazy thing is, is does that, that happen at clubs? I feel like that happens. I've do, I've done it. I'm I'm kind of like out of my game here, but I feel like that happens. I feel like you start you start grinding and you do. You know, okay, all no, right. it happens. It does, especially at the Jersey Shore. This but episode uh, is sponsored by Purell. <laughs> Purell brought to you. No, listen to this. So, I remember you know this. I've been dating this girl probably for you know like not exclusively for like three months, and I remember, uh, dude, she um, this is so funny. So she goes to see my stand up for the first time. Oh boy. And I have an abortion <laughs> and I listen and I have uh, an abortion joke. Which kills. It's good. It's a really good joke. I, it happened to me. So it wasn't like just me talking about abortion, not even knowing what I'm talking sure, about. Sure, sure. So she I could see the look on her face that she wasn't liking that. Boy, and as if stand up's not hard enough. No, you gotta right? see the chick grilling your fucking material. Well no, but here's the thing. So the show ends and then I'm like walking to her car and then she, I was like, So what do you think, you know? And she's like, it was good. It was good. I mean, some of this stuff's a little hits a little too close to home. And I'm like, what do you mean? Jeez. She's like, listen. So, <laughs> so she, and I'm like, well, what are you talking about? She's like, that abortion joke, uh, you know, kind of hurt because I just had an abortion last month. Oh. And it was. How did you not fucking, know that, Michael? I, yeah. How did you not? You're so insensitive <laughs> to women, dude. But it was such. Was a, she? What is she? A winter nine? What was she? She's cute, man. Okay. She's super cute. But uh, that was. She's gone through some shit in her life and i just happened to meet her literally two weeks after all this happened and then she'll still talk about it to this day like sometimes i wish i just didn't do it like i killed somebody and like i'm just like we're eating here i don't need to hear this like i know it's the world's overpopulated i don't want to make political views on it but like if you <laughs> dude i i but it was just it's weird that i fucking just meet this girl right after this crazy shit like life-changing and there's, and there's absolutely a thing called post Abortion for sure, and she's, but she's still. I don't know if it's called that. Way. She's still she's still going through it, and it's like it. It she doesn't really want. To, we had and you're sex. like, honey, I'm trying to just tell some jokes. <laughs> you fucking bringing that gun to a knife fight, here. right? <laughs> bringing a coat hanger to a comedy ah, club. Ah, that's good. Or uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I don't know. That was pretty good. Thank no, you. no, but uh, she's just not. We, we've had sex a couple of times, but she's like not. Like she hung out last night. She slept over, and uh, she was actually with me when you texted me. And we just don't fuck. And it's like, just because it, it's, even when we did, it wasn't great just because I knew she was not, like, giving herself. Like, it was so weird for her. Like, you know, and I'm just like. Her body's there, but her mind's at Planned Parenthood. Exactly. <laughs> That's got to suck. That's fucking perfect. Her, bo- her mind is at Planned <laughs> So many title options here. That's amazingly funny. That's clever. I think I'll call it Winter is Coming. I Dude, think. that's funny. That's true, but so that's Game the thing. of Bones right there. <laughs> a winter, uh, a tale of wintry sex by Michael Aparici. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to listen? No, but here's another. Here's the opposite side of this story. So, I have that 22 year old. Last week, 
I asked her to come out, and she couldn't. She had homework. She's a senior in college. So I had, yeah. but I love so, it. So listen, so I had. Okay, this is going to be funny. Babe, you want to come out? Here, I got women's studies listen, tonight. Listen, listen to the story. This is really going to be funny. Okay, so you ever heard of Bumble? Of course. Okay. It's a Tinder where the women get to message you first. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I just got on that. Okay. So I had a show. Uh, I was opening for a buddy of mine, Nick Lars. Ladies. At, right. I had a show. Uh, it was uh, opening for Nick Lars at the, at Flappers. So I get on Bumble. And then, um, I, dude, I actually use Tinder, Bumble, OkCupid, all of them, just to get people out. So sure. I'll, I'll hit everyone up. Girls use it for free drinks. Exactly. You use it for an audience. Yeah. So I, uh, I this is gonna be. You funny. need to get a woman's account and get guys to show up, dude. That's that's not what a bad you idea. need to do. Yeah, and I'll just act like they just. You should be like, they, yeah, they, come see me. My name's uh, you're fucking Ashley. Yeah, my name's yeah, Ashley yeah. Crave. And uh, they would just <laughs> a bunch, uh, exactly. <laughs> my name's dude. Lori yeah, Marie. Yeah, yeah. my name <laughs> is Ariel Kashanshi. Past guest. Yeah, you know, my name's Eliza Schlesinger. No, you come see me perform dude, tonight. Dude, I should fucking just like whoever, whatever females. I on wonder that how ticket. many dudes you could get. And don't talk to me before the sta- Don't talk to me until the show's over. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, listen to this. <laughs> no, no, this is gonna be funny. Okay, so I'm okay. So I'm, I'm using all these dating apps to get people to the show, right? And then so what happened was uh, I met this like Asian lady. She she says she's forty. Uh, to come to the show, so she does, and then along- and you can't tell she's Asian. You have no clue. But you can't the- carbon date that, right? But here's the thing: it gets really interesting. So basically, I show up to the show, and then you know a couple people that I actually know came, and I go walk into you know the main room in Flappers. I go in there. This gorgeous, I'm talking gorgeous blonde, says, "Hey, Mike, how are you?" And I'm like, "Uh, hey," and she's like, "It's Carly," and like from Tinder, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, Carly, how are you?" And all that, and she brought a smoking hot friend, right? I'm like, geez, this girl is beautiful. I'm like, and then, so I do my set. And it, How did it go? Listen, it went good. It, okay. I opened, and it went good. It, went, it didn't go sure. great. It, it went very, it went well. Good so, enough to not. I uh, didn't embarrass myself. Wh- walk that you're but, but the thing about it is I was talking about things that probably aren't the most appropriate things to talk about for somebody that just saw you Hepatitis for the first time. C. Yeah. And, and then. Here's this rash. But, hey, ladies, but, don't go anywhere. But, but my it clears dumb, up. But my dumb ass, uh, I do my set. And then Drew Lynch goes up after me. Oh, and geez. Drew Lynch is hilarious. From he, America's he, Got Talent, exactly. Drew Lynch, the stuttering he, he's sensation. Kill, he's killing. Of course. He's doing a great job. My dumbass goes over to that girl, and in the middle of Drew's set, he was just like, hey, what did you think? You know, I was kind of nervous up there. She looks at me like, like, why are you talking to me right now? Like, there's a fucking show going on. And I'm like, oh, and, I, we're, and, we're, and we're comics, so we see 50 comics all the time. You can talk to somebody exactly. during the set. She literally gave me a look like, you ignorant piece of shit. And then, um, don't ask her how you did. Just own it, dude. I, I don't. Her but the, that's you're the, giving but, her the permission to like tell you what joke she didn't like. Well, usually people won't do that anyway. They'll just say, "Oh, it was good," whatever. But okay, so here's <laughs> the, here's the funny part. They, they, the Asian lady from Bumble comes a le- late after my set, and then she sits down right next she to this. Got girl. stuck in traffic. Huh? That Something she, like that. She created. You know, it's funny about this girl. Okay, I'll tell you in a second. But anyway, long story short, she sits next to this girl. So I'm like, fuck, I can't go back there. You gotta get the hostess to separate them. Yeah, well they didn't know. So okay, here's the crazy part. So the that Asian lady had to leave and I walked her to her car and then I kinda just like hung out with like Nicolars and the com- comedians the rest of the night. That blonde ended up leaving. The next day, uh, I, I hit her on um, Tinder and I was like, you know, thank you so much for coming, blah blah blah. She said, Thank you and then I was like, Well hey Carly, if you you know, would you ever want to like maybe grab a drink or anything like that? Now usually if a girl's not interested, she'll just won't respond. She actually did. And I see her message, I'm like Maybe she wants to go. And she just said, Mike, I'm going to have to pass. I just got to be honest with you. I don't want to lead you on, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to decline that. 
And I was like, "That's nice." I totally respected that. It's a, it's a that it's, w- like nothing but admiration. I was a little disappointed because I really thought she was hot, but at the same time, I'm like, nobody does that. Usually, like you know, and I do. And Aziz Ansari has a joke about it. It's just like, how would you react? Would you either act like you're too busy, which is what I do a lot, not respond at all, or tell the truth? Most people chose act like you're too busy. Exactly. And that's what I do. Pieces of shit. Exactly. Just and, but pieces but of this shit. chick just said straight up, "I'm not interested." And I was like, "That is amazing." That probably, is, she's probably been called out before. So she was just like, I got I to gotta be honest. And yeah. She, she like, take it. And, and I res- yeah, I got to respect that. Yeah. And I was like, totally well, did, cool. But you, did you ask why? No. I feel I, like you need a customer, an out, outpatient I, I, survey. I didn't really want to know why. I, I was fine with. She was like, I just didn't like that abortion joke. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah, it. yeah. But then, so the Asian lady, I go on a date with her the next day. She says she's 40. And then um, we're hanging out. 62. She, she's Yeah. She's Korean. Listen to this. This is funny. She has the worst. South and North. I'm she, guessing South. South. Okay. She came so here. She, she was no soul. She All came. Right. But here's the funny thing. She came here when she was 16 from Korea, right? And uh, she speaks really bad English, even to this day. And I'm like, you know, I'm like thinking it's, it's fine. You know, you probably speak Korean fluently. And then she told me that she doesn't even speak Korean fluently because she doesn't use it. And when she came out to L.A., she was around Chinese. And so what's like her? That. She has no fluent language. She has no fluent language. That's so funny. Dude, when she texts me, it's like the most fucked up, like, incorrect text you'll ever get. She just sounds like an, everyone's like, what? Yeah, exactly. Who? Yeah. It's kind of cute because, like, she'll say things and you're just laughing because of how bad she's saying it. Anyway, so we're hanging out at a bar, I, I, you know, and she's cute and everything. She tells me, she's like, look, I, uh, I'm not 40. I'm, a, I'm older than that. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. And then she, I said, well, why did you put she your... Bicentennial? What is she, 50? I don't she know. Killed. But she told me that the reason why she said she's 40 on her thing was she put her real age on there and was getting no responses. And so she just lowered it, and then all of a sudden, guys were interested. She, well, has, a, she, has, she has a 21-year-old daughter in college. Whoa, now yeah, we're talking. exactly. So I'm like, it's weird because when she, 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 and she would not tell me how old she was. And I'm like, it's just weird because I just started. She just started getting like older before my eyes, and I like I started seeing spots and wrinkles. Like, what was that? Like the uh, Raiders Lost Ark? What was it when you the per- person drinks the the wrong liquid and they just turn into a skeleton? Yeah, or yeah, was exactly. That, I yeah. probably butchered the whatever movie that no, was. No, Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. No, no. But the funny thing was is that she uh, she was married for 15 years and then her husband left her and went back to Korea and then. She hadn't had sex in ten years because uh, holy yes. shit! And I was like, I asked why because she's cute. And then she's like, Well, I just wanted to raise my daughter and all that. You know, I just kind of wanted. To, and I was really heartbroken. I was the first guy she had sex with in in ten years. So you banged a ageless yeah Asian yeah, and it was crazy. She had great skin, you know. Of course, yeah. You know, it was it Asians was, have great skin. Yeah, and then but it was weird because like I was the first guy in ten years. Like that's a lot of pressure. She's full Asian. I've never done full, full Asian. I've never done full Asian. Yeah, you're missing out. I've mixed it with a New York. No, I had a, a Jewish chick who is Japanese. That's wow. a Jap Jap. In Jewish <laughs> American princess, that's true. It's true. That's and, funny. And um, but she was one hundred percent raised in New York. It was interesting, man. Interesting by like mix. by like Jewish people. By yeah, by a Jew. By so her. she's half Japanese, half Jewish. Yeah, like That's I don't know which I don't know which parent was which. I've no yeah. I'm guessing the mom was Asian because I don't think a, a a white woman would marry a, an Asian guy, but I could be wrong. I always look at, dude. It, I actually feel bad for Asian men, and like because they're the least desired. I don't know species of the <laughs> human race. No, no, but like, dude, I went out. Our audience is all Asian men. Well, I'm sorry, fellas. Jeez, this is just what I'm hearing. Okay, I'm I went so on, sorry. Yeah, I went on a date with an Asian girl a while back. She was a police officer, actually, LAPD. 
I remember uh, I was like, so, like uh, you know, so who do you usually date? And she's like, oh, mostly white guys. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then she's just like, I've dated a few Asian guys, but she's like, I kind of feel like when I make out with them, I'm making out with my brother. She's like, because we all look alike. She's fucking, she says this. And she's like, I just don't find Asian men attractive. And like, it's weird coming well, from the, an Asian woman. The thing with, with that is like, you always, what you think, you can see the details within your own race. Like, sure. Caucasians can see the difference. Like, but I hook up with white chicks and I don't think like this chick I know. That, that's why it's surprising to me because there is such a variety of Asian. There is. There's yeah. A, but, but I guess if, I don't know. You but, know, they, I think it's just their the, own. I think it's a little bit of the uh, the the uh, what is it? The stigma of Asian men with the uh, yeah tiny, the tiny old thing going wet down. noodle. Yeah, like uh, that's why they're so successful in life. You know, they fucking they they're know gonna what, own our, our asses pretty soon. Yeah, like I think they understand. Well, they have that single day they just had. It's like a billion dollar day in in uh, in China. No, that I've actually saw a, a trillion dollar. Yeah, know. yeah. No, I saw that uh, in. There's, you ever see the show Vice? Yeah, Vice. Yeah, they have, absolutely. Yeah, they, in China, the women outnumber the men by this like crazy margin. Or I'm sorry, the men outnumber the women in this like crazy margin. And so they auction off. No, I think you were right. I think the women outnumber the men. Be- no, because the, didn't it? Did, well, no, 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 no. It's not how it works. No, the the men because they the, you remember the whole like uh, one child only. Thing? Yeah. That actually, and what happened is, is that, like, um, if if a fucking if they had a daughter, like they sometimes they would you know do, they would do bad. The culture so fucked. Yeah, but if they had, they always wanted a son. Most so. inclusively fucked culture. That's why no one has a problem like making fun. Yeah. The, it, either the Asian culture or Hasidic Jews. Mm-hmm. Now Hasidic Jews only live in a very small segment of Brooklyn. So like, but it, they're equally. Well, they're, out, they're out here too. Hasidic, yeah, actually, has, I, I, I got to take that back. I think Hasidic Jews, their culture is way, way more bizarre. I mean, it's yeah. fucking riddled with cra- craziness. But the Asians, like, they've got. I mean, they're so like, like, uh, they're so consumed with Western culture. My buddy lived in Japan, and he, he's a white guy with blue eyes. He sure. lived there in high school, and. Chicks thought he was a movie star. Really, One Direction didn't exist yet. None of that. Wow. But like, they thought he was everywhere he went because they were they were just enamored by that. I I know this girl Crystal K. She's a big pop singer in Japan, and she's like she's like black with a other mix. She's not really has any doesn't have really much Asian in her, but they love her because yeah. she's not Asian. That's hilarious. They just like. They, you won't find many Asian people that will go to bat for their own culture <laughs> with that. It's very strange. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm sure. I would clean for up if I moved. Asian to friends listening, I butchered that in somehow, but I think I could <laughs> remotely debate to an extent my own ignorance towards it all. Yeah, dude, we got to get out of here. Do we really? We're, yeah, we're already pushing on 57 minutes. How get about out of here? Isn't that crazy, dude? I have so much to tell. We have to do. So we have to do this very soon. Absolutely, because we have a lot to get in to talk about, dude. We I, we went. We I got li- stories. We evolved. We went from dishwashing to, to Jersey Shore yeah. to uh, t- Bumble dates in L.A. I mean. <laughs> Life, right? Life. Uh, anything you need to plug here? Yes. Any I have, Tinder chicks want to go to your shows? Uh, yeah, I'll take care of those later. <laughs> uh, no, I actually just got booked by Robert Zapata for the uh, Brea Improv on, um, Mar- I'm sorry, December 9th at 8. I love Brea Improv. I've never done it. What day of the week is that? I believe it is a Wednesday. Let Dude, if I'm around, we sh- I'll drive that over with you. Sure. I, I mean, love the- I love Brea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Wait, I said, is he the headliner? Yeah. What's his name? Robert Zapata. Cool. He's a good dude. Um, hold on. Let me see. It is December. Yeah, December 9th. Do you have comps? I can get them. If anyone's listening and wants to come to the show, uh, reach out to us. Uh, what's your Instagram and Twitter? Uh, my Twitter is uh, alberici215. Uh, my, uh, my Instagram is uh, alberici23. 
Awesome. We'll take a photo right now so we can post something when we release this. I'm going to release it tonight. Sure. And um, this is great. Uh, I've got a show December 6th at uh, Westside Comedy. Um, and then mid-January, I'm going to be in Boston, Rhode Island. And I think I'm also going to do some New York dates while I'm there. Cool. So I, I didn't plan on going back in January because the weather's so fucking shitty. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be, like, uh, uh, January 13th at Comedy Connection in Providence. And then, like, 15th to the 17th at Laugh Boston. I could have those dates wrong. Sure. It's far in advance. But for those sure. listening on the, in the Northeast Corridor... Uh, let's uh, let's all meet up, uh, dude. Thanks so much for being on the no show. Problem, let's have you Dave. back soon. If Absolutely. anyone wants to leave any comments, uh, reach out to us. My Instagram's at dneils with a z. I'll post a photo of us. And uh, please just keep on making sure you share our podcast with friends. We are a humble, independent show, so we appreciate uh, the support. Uh, write a review on iTunes. Share us on your social media. Thanks so much for joining me, no Mike. No problem, Dave. All right, Good take care, you. everybody. All right. Oh, by the way, and a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We didn't even do any Thanksgiving we didn't. shit. God. That's the I'm, best. I'm spending Thanksgiving with Dante Chang. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Fucking Asian. Yeah, he doesn't Close care. Close out on the nation. All right. They're gonna- <laughs> we'll enjoy your Thanksgiving. You too. All right, man.